are just partners and best <laughs> friends and uh, we fell in love with each other and we're just human and uh, anyone that spends any time with us can see that we're just a regular couple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, really, um, it's a bit cliche to say that, but it really is just a number. It doesn't change who you are as a person. Yeah. Dating can be a total minefield. Trust me, I'm a love coach. But it doesn't have to be. I'm Lucy Cavendish and I'm the later data. I'm single in my 50s. I've got kids and I'm busy, but I really want to go out and meet people and find out all about dating. But it's moved on since I was in my 20s and I'm keen to know what else is out there and what are other ways of doing things. From Aura Studios, this is Later Data, a podcast for the curious, exploring everything across the dating spectrum from online to up close and very personal. As a single person, the older you are, the smaller the dating pool can often feel. And sometimes the people in the pool, well, they aren't your people. So you look outside of the pool, but how far outside are we talking about? Today I'm talking about age gap relationships, dating someone much older or younger than you. So I haven't had a vast amount of experience in this, However, I did have a child with a man who's 13 years older than me um, and I met him, I was 25 and so he was 38, 39, but that didn't feel like a big age gap. Uh, he was much more worried about it than I was. And then I went on a few dates not that long ago with people who were about 13 years younger than me and I found myself saying things like, well, of course, you weren't born then. Or, um, well, you wouldn't know that because you're, you know, two and things like that, which obviously wasn't helpful and completely killed the date. So for me, I'm really interested in can it work? Can it work physically? Can it work in terms of sex? You know, if you're a 55-year-old woman and you're dating a man in his 20s, my fear would be he'd look at my body and go, oh, my goodness, is that what happens to people's skin? <laughs> Where's all your collagen gone? And I'm perfectly happy in my body, but I definitely think I'd be slightly worried about that. And would I feel threatened that the person I'm with is eyeing up pretty much everybody else in the room and people will think I'm their mum? So I'm heterosexual, so I'm talking about a man. You know, I don't really want to be someone's mum. But maybe I've got this all wrong. And so today we're going to find out a lot more about it. Today I'm talking to Julia Zelg and her wife, Eileen DeFriest. Hi, Julia. Hi, Eileen. How are you today? Hi. Hi. Hi, Julia. We're good. Thank you for having us. Yes, thanks for having us. Well, it's great to see you. So today we're talking relationships where there's an age gap. So how old are you both, if you don't mind me asking? That sounds a bit rude, but we are talking about age gap relationships. <laughs> yes, so I'm 27. I had to think for a second. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm 64. Wow, that sounds like the Beatles song. When I'm 64. Will you still need me? Will you that still feed me? Yes, is that what you asked, yeah, Julia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when yeah. I'm 64. Yeah, 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 yeah. How long have you been married for? Coming up on our, in June, it'll be three years of wedded bliss. Of wedded bliss. And how long have you known each other? About four years. Yeah, about four yeah. years. So we've been together that long. So how did you meet the two of you? Tinder. <laughs> we met via Tinder. So who talked to who first? I liked Julia. Yeah. I saw um, 
Yeah, well, on Tinder, it's kind of a mutual thing because before we can message each other, we need to match. So we both had to like each other's Right, profile. yeah. But I think I saw you first. I liked you. And then you happened to like me. And then it was a match. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so there is some sort of timeline. But you messaged me first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I messaged first. And I, you know, very boldly messaged you. And, <laughs> and you very boldly answered. <laughs> it's one of those things. I mean, Tinder or any dating app. I found is like many things, it's about 90% useless and, well, maybe 95%. I don't mean that the app's bad. I think that and Bumble are two good apps, but it's that you don't tend to come across that many viable candidates, you know? And so with Julia, I mean, it was just such a spot on pairing right from the start. And, you know, Julia and I were in California, um, not too long ago, and we were staying near the Tinder offices, and we kept thinking we should go in there and introduce ourselves as a very successful couple, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't. <laughs> so, yeah, so, I mean, we were very lucky. It just, you know, Tinder was, you know, was shot in the dark, and, and it ended up being a really beautiful avenue to meeting. Both of you, had you set your age ranges? Because obviously there's a big age gap between the two of you. Did you set your age ranges to that age gap? I wasn't really looking for any specific age. I wanted to um, have my options open. So I, I think I set mine from 18 to 80. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just thought, you never know. You, I had been with people my age before and... Uh, with one person who was older than me before, so I, I, I wasn't too bothered about that. Yeah, and and for me, I had never been so concerned about the age of a partner at any point in my life. But as I got older, my interest became younger, and by that I mean your worldview roughly stays the same as a person. You know what I mean, and so. My worldview skews younger. You know, I lived in New York for years. I grew up right outside of New York City. So, you know, I sort of was drawn to a younger woman, not for any other reason except that I do find young people beautiful, you know. So it wasn't like I was so much looking for age gap. Julia, I think, is somewhat the same, though you had had a relationship with an older woman. But I found that the women around my age group were tending to be women who had raised children and were, you know, just not in my framework in terms of worldview. Nothing wrong with raising children. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> But if you know what I mean, to find somebody um, younger was just something that occurred to me. And it was, you know, a really good thing to do. Yeah, and you're very youthful, I think, so you're, you're trying, I'm trying to, to say. I'm trying to say without patting myself on the back. <laughs> you know, you know so what I mean? Yeah, I think you, you just get on better with people who are younger, usually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We often say that Julia's the, the, opposite, more mature, yeah. <laughs> more is the more mature of us. <laughs> do you feel like the grown-up, Julia? I do, actually. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, sometimes Eileen's friends say that to me because, uh, I mean... Eileen can be responsible too, but I think I'm a little more responsible yeah, sometimes yeah. and I 
Yeah, I, I, I mean, guess. I'm, I'm very responsible about some things, but I'm generally speaking not a very responsible person. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's pretty accurate. And isn't it funny that, you know, Julia's 37 years younger than me. I mean, 37 years, there could have been another Julia in there. You're 27, do you know what I mean? You have to sort of be careful as a person to make assumptions that the older person's going to be the more mature and, you know, successful and, and all that. And Julia really is those things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to d- just describe Julia has lovely pink hair. So you look like you're quite, you know, that you're young and, and you know, pretty funky and out there. Is that something that you really liked about Eileen? Because you're saying you've got this sort of youthful worldview. Oh, I love that. In fact, I remember um, Julia's profile picture on Tinder. And it was um, pretty much, I think, from the chest up, roughly. And she had one eye open and the other closed. And unlike my eyes, Julia's got nice big eyes. And so it was just... Your eyes are much nicer than mine. Oh, stop. No, your beautiful brown (laughs) eyes are gorgeous. So, yeah, she did this funny, you know, a quirky kind of photo. And I thought, oh, my God, I love her already. She's beautiful. And she's making fun of sort of, you know, she's taking the mickey out of beauty. And I thought that was really, really charming so it made me then look at her other five pictures and I was like whoa she's beautiful and she sounded lovely it was a short profile but there was just something so genuine about it and lovely and that's very much Julia you know genuine and lovely and funky you know so (laughs) you know she really has been a particular delight to have Julia's youthful nature I mean, because young people really are different from us, you know, and and it needn't be a source of conflict, but rather I found it a beautiful, invigorating kind of youth that, I don't know, it's just to me, it makes me feel that I have a finger on the pulse of the world, you know. So, Julia, what did you like about Eileen on, when you first saw on Tinder? Well, I liked her photos at first because that sounds a bit vain, but that's the first thing you see. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, but then I read her profile and I liked that she can write really well. So her text on her her profile was just really well written. And I, mm. I like people who are intelligent yeah. and speak well and write that's well. Great. I find yeah. that very attractive. Mm. And I also liked that she was very direct and very clear about what she was looking for and about who she was and that's something that it's hard to find because you know people don't open themselves uh, up to that uh, yeah yeah that often so I, I really like that yeah I think there's a kind of a thriftiness when you're older you know what you should spend time on and what you're not going to be bothered to spend mm-hmm. time on so one of the things I felt was I would just be you know very efficient about being clear. And at that point, interestingly, both of us were just sort of looking to kind of play around, you know what I mean? (laughs) I mean, we both were just not looking for anything necessarily serious, but we just clicked. So what was it like on your first date? Were you nervous? Were you thinking, you know, what's this? There's this big age gap between us. I mean, are we going to gel or is she going to think I'm too old or she's going to think I'm too young were you very nervous when you first met yeah I was a little bit nervous I was mostly just nervous in general because it it was a first date yeah yeah it didn't have to do with age I would get nervous anyway but I did worry a little bit that yeah that she would think I was too young or too 
I don't know, silly or immature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, none of those things. I mean, you can you have a really lovely sense of humor and you can be silly, you know, as any of us. But you are none of those. But yeah, but I did worry a little bit. How yeah, about you? I, I understand what. I mean, I can certainly understand that, and you've told me that before, and I can really understand that. I wasn't, you know, bothered. I mean, the age thing has never been something that I've really focused on. It's more like you fit the bills so well, and I know that we're thirty-seven mm-hmm. years apart. But you know, for us, it's not the point. Yeah, it's funny because uh, I didn't really realize at the time that. It's a big deal for yeah. for most people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think too much of it. Yeah, but then yeah. when we started telling people and posting things together on social media, yeah. we realized that people find it a little shocking. But yeah, at the yeah. time, I, I just didn't think yeah, it was either. a big deal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would say this to you, Lucy, because I know what this program is about, is the exploring what's going on in the world of dating. You know, you're in your 50s, as I understand, and you want to see what the world is doing, you know. And we represent one part of us is something that's quite unusual. And it used to be considered taboo, and to some people it still is. But I think people are seeing that it's just what it is. You know, it doesn't, it's the quality of the intimacy is what really matters, you know. And Um, Because we're not talking about issues like consent, you know, I mean, that's a given. We're both of legal age and everything. But it's just, if you can get over some of the prejudices that we all have inside, you know, or concerns, it can be a lovely thing if you open yourself up to it. You know, some people sort of make it their point in their relationship that I want a daddy figure, you know what I mean? I want a mother figure, but Julie and I just, I think we just tended to like an older person on Julia's end, and I tended to like a younger person, you know, and it became sort of more defined as we got to know each other. Do you think that's mm-hmm. fair? Do you think people make assumptions about that sort of thing? Like Julia's looking for a mother figure or you're looking for, I don't know, a child figure, you know, those sort of assumptions that you meet from people? Yeah, uh, there are definitely things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have a YouTube channel and Eileen often films videos with me. So we've uh, heard all kinds of things online, you know, yeah. good and bad. But people have said to me uh, that I have mummy issues or that I'm a gold digger, <laughs> all oh that kind God, of thing. Yeah. And it's it's really not the case. I mean, oh, I not at all. I have a wonderful relationship with my mom. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. and you do very well. Neither of us have money. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. No, but you work really hard. You've always worked really hard, and you earn a good living. And, you know, you are none of the cliches that a lot of people fall into when making assumptions about an age gap, you know. I guess it's, in a sense, people get afraid of something they don't understand. And they try to find uh, reasons for it. Yeah, (laughs) right, exactly, yeah. I think you've hit on something that's really helpful. You face some criticism and you're saying that people don't understand it. So this is a great place to sort of get people to understand what your relationship is about Mm -hmm. so that people don't just see, oh my goodness, there's this age gap. So Julia, tell me about this relationship for you. What does it mean to you? Oh, we are just partners and best (laughs) friends and uh, we fell in love with each other and we're just human and uh, anyone that spends any time with us can see that we're just a regular couple (laughs) yeah yeah and uh, really um, it's a bit cliche to say that but it it really is just a number it doesn't 
change who you are as a person. Yeah, and yeah. I think our, our intimacy isn't predicated on power imbalance. And I know with heterosexual people that often happens. That, yeah, not necessarily. Yeah, I was just going to say that that isn't necessarily the sort of template for heterosexual age gap. Like us, there is no template. It's people are together for a million different reasons. But a lot of people, like the cliche is that, you know, um, an older man and a younger woman and, you know, the, the daddy will take care of them. You know what mm. I mean? And if, if that's what somebody's into, then good for them, you know. But it doesn't necessarily need to be. Yeah, yeah. So what I mean is that our intimacy wasn't based on one of us wanting to be less empowered than the other one. It just, you know, was uh, based on an equivalence, you know, and the respect that we have for each other as people. People might think we're in it because it's an age gap relationship. That's just a byproduct of our intimacy. Yeah. So are there moments when you notice that age gap in the sense of that culturally, you know, there are things, Eileen, that you will have experienced that obviously Julia yeah. won't because she was very young or she wasn't, you know, born yet. Do you, do you find that, that sometimes you think, oh, hang <laughs> on a minute, Julia wouldn't know about that because she was sort of two or something? Yeah, I mean, there's tons of things. Um, it's almost as, you know, it would be there for somebody I'm next to that's 30 years old or 40 years old. I mean, there's cultural touchstones. You know, I'll often say to Julia, well, I was alive during the moon landing or something like that, you know. And she'll be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> really? Um, but I think that's, you know, that can be a, a fun thing to share, you know. And Julia and I will... I'll say to, I'll ask her things, you know, she was born in 1994 and I'll be like, oh, that's right. You weren't born yet, <laughs> you, know <what> I mean? <laughs> you know, about certain things. But um, yeah, so it's it's a nice kind of thing to be able to share, you know, that that experience because we aren't in the same cultural moment, you know, mm -hmm. in terms of the whole of our lives. You know, I feel like I've lived about a hundred different lives and you're really just starting out. Yeah, I mean, from my point of view, it's really great because you do teach me a lot of things that I wouldn't know otherwise about cultural things yeah, in general. Yeah. And I just find it interesting and cool. It's probably not as nice for you. <laughs> oh, no, it's wonderful. I mean, it's not just to do with age either. You're from Brazil. I'm from yeah. the U.S. We have a very, you know, international relationship. Do you know what I mean? So this, it's not just the age stuff, but it's the cultural stuff. Well, so I was thinking about emotional maturity if I think about myself at 27 and I think about myself now at 55 oh, no. I'm quite a different person in terms of what I've been through in my life yeah. experiences is that something that works in your relationship or is it, or does it sometimes feel a bit difficult you know that Eileen you've had a lot more life experiences just because you've been on the planet for a longer time Well, in terms of my empathy for Julia, when she's experiencing some emotional things, you know, I remember being in my 20s. It's a very, very difficult decade. I mean, I have to say it's, it can be very challenging emotionally. And I'm such a different person, as you say, from what you were, you know, in your 20s, now that you're in your 50s. Yeah, I sometimes wish I could just infuse Julia with the rigorous nature that I have, but, you know, because she's very vulnerable and, you know, it hurts me sometimes to see her be vulnerable. And I wish I could sort of toughen her up sometimes, you know, just by being on the planet, you, you get 
this kind of economy of living that is a very useful thing to have, you know, to have. And she doesn't have, you know, she's like all heart, you know, and, and it's a beautiful thing, but I, I just wish I could save her, you know, pain because it is hard to be young. But I have to say this, and one of the things that really attracted to me to Julia was besides, you know, her beauty and her warmth and friendliness and very, very good humor is her emotional maturity. I mean, you know, I can be immature sometimes in terms of we're talking about Julia being the one who's more organized and more responsible, but she, you know, she really is exquisitely mature. And, you know, I feel there's a lot of luck that has gone into our love, you know, and a lot of boxes ticked just by good fortune, really. So, Julia, how have your friends and family reacted? It has been uh, surprisingly positive. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> sorry to say surprisingly, but... No, uh, I know what you mean. I mean, you're wonderful. It's, no, I know what you mean, yeah I, yeah. I know that a lot of families wouldn't be happy with, uh, you know... Um, having their daughter date yeah. someone that much older. But um, everybody that knows me knows that I'm never very conventional. Yeah, yeah. So nobody was that surprised, yeah, really. Yeah. I mean, everybody was just very supportive, and they saw I was very happy, and they met Eileen and saw that she was a lovely person. So I, almost everybody I know um, was yeah, yeah, very yeah. supportive and open-minded. We were very lucky. And I also think that being so is one of the reasons why we ourselves have each individually accepted with love our love. You come from Brazil, and Brazilians are really loving people. I mean, your family is just delightful and full of love. And, you know, so it never it didn't surprise me when I met them. But when I, I remember thinking on Christmas dinner in Brazil, we were out in the countryside in Brazil, and I just remember thinking that it's not one second that they made me feel unwelcome or uncomfortable. So we've been very, very lucky mm-hmm. in that way. You know, it's it's the rest of the world that has an issue with it. You know? <laughs> some some people anyway. Yeah. What are the issues that you've come across? You've said you've had a bit of sort of criticism and some stigma. What's the main areas that people find difficult? Yeah, it was mostly online. I mean, real life, we never have any problems with our family and friends. And I mean, people stare at us sometimes a little bit or they just assume Eileen is my mother. But nobody actually purposely says anything mean. You know, if someone, we're somewhere and people say that Eileen is my mom and then we say we're married, they are usually very embarrassed. They're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it doesn't bother us. Does it bother you? No, no, yes. not at all. I mean, I, I walk down the street with you and I know that, you know, that that's what people are thinking. And not only that, they're thinking, wow, she has a beautiful daughter. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like she, she didn't take after her mother. You know? <laughs> Stop it. You're Stop beautiful. it. <laughs> but the real, the only real criticism we, we got was online because... People, I, I guess, are a little braver. Yeah, every, everybody's an expert online. So yeah, so sometimes because they're not showing their face, they feel like they can say anything. And yeah. Sometimes, yeah, we've heard really, really awful things yeah. like people calling me a gold digger, saying I have mummy issues, or in Eileen's case, like someone called oh, her yeah, like a pedophile, pedophile which and... is 
disgusting. I mean, I'm almost 30. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But even when we met, you you were, you know, getting towards your mid-20s. It wasn't like you were 18 and, you know, at least mentally possibly still quite yeah. young. I you mean, know? we're two consenting adults. Yeah, yeah. But I think, like you've said, you've explained it to me this way, that when on, for example... YouTube, you have over three, you have about three hundred thousand subscribers, which is really a lot. Sometimes your videos then break through and get seen, recommended to people that aren't necessarily your followers. It's those people from the outside of our life, you know, who happen upon a video and they're like, "What's this shit, man? What's this? She's a pedophile," you know. <laughs> you know, it's always like somebody has to just say something really stupid. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's people who haven't seen our other videos and yeah. don't know our story or us, and yeah. then they just come across this video and they are like, "Whoa, what the hell yeah. is this? It's so weird." <laughs> yeah, it's like, why do they recommend this to me? Do they think? I, do they think I'm a pedophile? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> So what do you think are the positives? So for, for people that are thinking of going into an age gap relationship or maybe are in one and are, are struggling with that stigma, what are the positives that you both find in your relationship with each other? To me, it's not even a, a positive of the age gap. It's just it's great to be with someone you love and be yeah, in yeah. a good relationship because uh, I, I don't even think about the, the age gap that much. I mean, I... I find it a little bit sexy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I do too. I and mean, I, of course. And yeah. I like that Eileen has experienced more things than yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. And she has like so many interesting stories to tell. Yeah, More yeah. than me. Uh, yeah. I like that. But besides that, it's it's not that important in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. How about you? Um. Well, in terms of the opposite of what you said, like I don't, like I wasn't looking for a vulnerable person but your freshness, you know, has been such a great joy for me. You know, um, I didn't know that I was missing having that in a partner. Do you know what I mean? But it's a beautiful, a beautiful source of joy to be with someone who's who teaches me things. You know what I mean? And that that's not something I'm really used to. But you navigate the modern world well for me. It's beautiful. Had you had a lot of long-term relationships before, Eileen, if you'd been married before, or does this feel quite a new thing for you? Oh, this is a new thing, really. I mean, I have had uh, maybe three or four important relationships prior to Julia. There was a gap of several years where I hadn't been with anyone, and then I you know, I decided I, I did want to have intimacy in my life again. I don't mind not being in a relationship. It's it's funny because what's so beautiful about being in relationships that aren't necessarily conventional is that you get to be who you want to be. And I've always found that the right way for me to live my life. And it's not just because I'm gay and that I love a woman, you know, that I love women. But so I've always been, and Julia's like this too, just very much myself, you know, very much who I am. And in that, um, I have been episodically um, monogamous, you know, so I've had three or four long-term relationships, which has been perfect. I don't know why everybody doesn't live like that. You know, I, I, I really don't. Because I think you're different people during your life, don't you think? Well, you're young, so you're like, I don't know yet. Can't answer that yet. Come back in 20 years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, picking up on that, does it worry you, given the fact that Julia hasn't done that, that she will need to do that? 
And part of that might mean not being with you. I, I mean, that sounds, you know, I don't mean to sound negative, but you know, if she's no, going to. No, no, I mean, our wedding vows, I think we're very, very much touched on, on this. I know um, Julia's were, were beautiful, you know, her, her wedding vows. We wrote our own, obviously. And in mine, I was clear to say that you will surely go on to love again, you know, after us. And I hope you always are loved the way you should be. You know, that would be my hope. And no, we, I mean, Julia and I have talked about it. Of course, she'll go on and have other loves. And my only hope is that she doesn't think that she's settled because I think back to my early loves, and it's not that they were bad people or anything. It's just that, God, I was so naive then. You know, I was so young. There was so much I didn't know. And I hope I remain a positive source of reverie when Julia is beyond me. You know what I mean? Oh, you, know, do you, know what I, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, that, that's a concern. Like, we're talking about a very specific emotional yeah. issue that is a part of life, but it's also more so a part of life when you're in an age gap relationship. Mm -hmm. yeah. And as you and I have, and have talked about, there are things specific to age gap that one has to think about, mm -hmm. and that is reality. That's really moving to hear that, Eileen. What do you feel about that, Julia, this sense of that, yeah, at some point you will, I don't know, move on or there'll be other loves? It always makes me very emotional. I mean, I don't necessarily think I'll move on and just because um, I'm getting older, but because, I mean, obviously we're, Eileen is not going to live as, as long as me, and that really breaks my heart. Mm. But I decided that it's worth being with her, uh, even though that's yeah likely going to happen. I mean, you never know. I could be crossing the road and get run over by a bus tomorrow. Yeah, but, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You always say that. I mean, real life happens. Yeah. Real life, you know, intrudes. But, yeah, but I mean, chances are yeah, I'm yeah. going to live yeah. longer. But I decided that I don't want to stop myself from living this because of yeah, that, even yeah. if in the future it might be very painful. Yeah, yeah. That is a very interesting question because one of the fears that anybody has in love, in relationships, whether it's about family or partner, is that now that I've opened up to them, how can I live without them if I have to, you know? You know what I mean? So we're basically signing on the dotted line saying we know this is going to be a source of pain. Yeah. A friend of mine married a man who was 30 years younger than her. Um, and he was starting to learn to drive. Oh, really? Yeah, he was older than 18, but he was starting to learn to drive. And every time the driving instructor came, he'd say, oh, your son's doing so well. And she was too ashamed to say, actually, he's my <laughs> husband. So, you know, there's obviously... <laughs> This, you know. I'm laughing, but, you know, I understand. <laughs> yeah, because it was very difficult for her. So what advice would you give for people who are in that situation? They've fallen in love with somebody who's significantly younger than them, of whatever sex, you know. What advice would you give them to, to be able to deal with the inevitable stigma and also the fact that people, obviously, that you say they see you and they think you're mother and daughter? So do you have advice for people? I would say that just no that you're not hurting anyone, you're not doing anything wrong. You know, if you both love each other and want to be together, just go for it and try mm -hmm. to just ignore what people are saying because you, you only live once and uh, you should be with the people you love. Yeah, yeah. You and I both happen to be people that are quite comfortable in our own skin. 
And I think one of the reasons we took the risk in this relationship, um, because love is a risk no matter how. I feel like Mm -hmm. I'm writing a song as we're speaking here. (laughs) Love is a risk. Um, so, I mean, it it is a risk, any kind of love, any kind of vulnerability is a risk. There's an added, you know, there's a sort of sub level of emotional strength that one has to have. And I think the more you are confident about yourself, the more you can weather such things. It's not just that you are in an age gap relationship or a relationship that has an age gap, but you are an alternative person. You wear pink hair, for God's sakes. (laughs) I mean, you're okay with the world looking at you and... Because I think it doesn't matter what you do, people are always going to find something to criticize and be unhappy about. So I just would say just go all out and do what you want as long (laughs) as you're not hurting anyone and you're happy. Why not? Because people are going to find something to criticize anyway. Yeah. What's what's that thing you say where you could be baking cookies or, you know... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is about social media they could post a video of you baking some cookies and someone would say oh, yeah wrong cookies <laughs> but actually thinking about that i found as i got older i i'm slow i'm not slowing down a lot but i'm slowing down a little bit do you find that there's an energy mismatch that maybe julian wants to go out party and, and you want to stay home and bake some some cookies <laughs> Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm such a homebody. You know, Julia's a real homebody too, but she's young and we've, we've worked this out, I think, pretty well. I trust Julia very much, you know, and, and a lot of this, I think, has to do with trust. I think that was something that, at least for me, tell me if you feel yeah. differently. Yeah. But it took me a while, like a few years of us being together for me to notice that that was a thing. That was happening because yeah, of the age sure. gap. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, At first, we we would go to more places together. Yeah, yeah. And I think, I don't know if it was because it was, like, the beginning of the relationship and you were trying to impress me. No, Or maybe no, it's because yeah. we are getting older. Or, I, I don't know, but we used to to do more things. I don't know. Or no, you're maybe right. I just didn't notice as much. But it was... <laughs> <laughs> me too honest on the podcast but uh, something that I didn't notice at first and I notice it yeah, now yeah yeah definitely. but I think it's okay and it's yeah, something yeah. that uh, we're probably not the most traditional couple because we are okay doing things uh, on our own sometimes yeah yeah with the, you with your friends and me with mine I mean we're yeah, yeah. pretty open like that but sometimes People find it strange that we don't do every single thing together yeah, like, all the time because we're married. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I think is a beautiful freedom. I you, think it's healthy, yeah, really. Like you going to Brazil each year, if I, I come with you or I don't. And people are like, what's wrong with your relationship that you let her go away, you know? I'm like, nothing. It's perfectly great, you know? Yeah, because yeah, like recently uh, I went to Costa Rica for um, to visit an animal shelter. And uh, Eileen was going to come with me, but uh, it was the type of thing that we would walk around a lot mm. in the rainforest and we would be doing some uh, hiking and adventure stuff. And uh, Eileen is not really into that. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm lazy is what she's trying to oh, say. Oh, no. <laughs> no, and also, this is like perfect. I, I'm a candidate for a knee replacement. I'm waiting for a, a surgery date and I have a bad knee. So yeah. I'm like, nope, can't do that. My knee's killing me. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I, I did that on my own and we both 
were okay with that, but some people thought yeah, it was yeah. weird that one would travel without their wife. Yeah, no, it's, you know, you brought up a really good point, and that is you're not sure if this was from the, you know, you're noticing now that we we have diverted from doing everything together and me wanting to do everything, you know, People change, yeah. you know, and I and think it's a, a lot to do with your knee as well. Yeah, yeah, and but but I do <laughs> tend baby. to be, but I I think we settle into roles too, don't you think? Mm -hmm. And the thing about a relationship is their work, you know, you, you know, for you to be happy, and this is really important to me. I have to let you go a little bit, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It just so happens that I'm not like really really possessive as a person. Yeah, yeah I mean, so neither. I mean, you, you either. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Ours stuff just works out well. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm being honest. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah. I, I think we have a good yeah. system going on. It's a little unconventional. Yeah, but yeah. I yeah. think it works for us. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and I'm also open to talking with you as the future rolls itself out. That you know, if you have other needs, we'll need to talk about that. I mean, you know what I mean? Because I remember when I was in my twenties, I was like, "Who's my next girlfriend?" You know what I mean? <laughs> you know? Do you know what I mean? Like, no, yeah, I'm not like that. No, you're not like that. Um, but I do want to go hiking. Yeah, <laughs> that's really cute. No, I I understand. Yeah, and do a lot of travel, but. Um, we talk about things and that's really important yeah. you know what i mean that's one thing i can tell you is no matter how old you are you have to be able to have the emotional intelligence to conduct yourself with you know a mind to being a good partner and that is to talk about things you know and so i just think it's really important to communicate things and C communication and connection <laughs> that's what keeps relationships together but Something popped into my head, and forgive me if this is taking it a bit too far. Um, Don't like go ahead. you, I mean, I love being around younger people, but sometimes it makes me feel old. It makes me feel older because they're youthful and they've got skin that isn't wrinkled, and you know they just have more energy than I do. And sometimes yeah, I think, yeah. God, that actually makes me feel quite old. So it has sort of like the reverse effect. I'm just wondering how that is for you. I mean, I'm with someone who has an exquisite sense of vanity. Julia is a look queen. You know what I mean? She's very, very fashionable. Part of her ethos as a person is, you know, live a good life and look fabulous while you're doing it, you know? And I love that about her. It's not a source of envy, but rather, you know, I appreciate it. Part of it is too, that as I've gotten older, I've gained weight. Now I'm a heavy woman now, but I am very confident in my skin. And you're stunning. Thank you. <laughs> I'm very confident in my skin, and so I'm not given to that. The only thing I will say on a deeper level, my own mortality is something that I, I'm forced to reconcile, you know, more readily when you're surrounded by people who death isn't in their wheelhouse yet. Oh, gosh, it's not in yours either. No, 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 but do you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean. No, We're yeah, but you're only six. I know what you mean, but yeah. you're not that old. Oh, no, no, but, uh, but I am, you know... Like, I had this procedure recently at the hospital, an outpatient procedure, and I didn't want to have general anesthetic because I understand that people sometimes have complications. So I was like, I'll have the local or the regional or whatever. You know, I do think about death a lot. I've had death in my family. You know, I'm only the second person who's made it past 60. So to answer your question, it's more on a deeper level. Their youth, it doesn't trouble me, but I'm reminded that I'm 
a senior citizen. Oh, darling. I'm a senior. <laughs> I get senior discounts. <laughs> so where can people find you both? Uh, so I'm on YouTube. Uh, my name is Julia Zelg, uh, Z-E-L-G. So if you type that in on YouTube, you will find videos of us together, our wedding, our trips together, how we met. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, we have so Every many videos together. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Instagram as well. Mine is Julia Zelg. And do you want to say yours, honey? Uh, mine's Eileen DeFriest. I don't post um, so much, but um, but I do, as Julia said, appear on her channel with her. Um, the other thing I wanted to add is Julia is also a, a musician. She's a singer. She has a band. She has put out music. You can go to Spotify and any any of the other you know music providers streamers and uh, and look up Julia Zeld. She's got really she's classically trained and a really really great singer oh, and songwriter. Thank you, honey. You're so good at promoting things. <laughs> yeah, I mean you're leaving out like a major part of you. You know, that's great. I'm I'm gonna go look at that. Thank you. It sounds fantastic. Thank you. That was really really fantastic and so interesting our pleasure lucy nice meeting you and and i would say only to you that be open to love at whatever age so after hearing us would you ever try to date someone younger or do you think it's not for you you can be honest it's okay <laughs> i would certainly think about it more than i have done in the past i hear what you're mm. saying so i'd be a bit more open to it I would add only one thing, and that is, and I hope it's not too much sexual politics, but I kind of like wonder when you're dating younger men, are they as immature as you might think they are? So, uh, do you understand what I mean? Yes. Like, um, <laughs> I do understand what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> so I can un understand. Well, not everybody. As you've said, people can have old and in inverted right, right. commas old souls so it's about the Precisely. individual yeah, yeah 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 so what you're saying about julia is that she has her youthfulness and does her, her thing and she goes on her hikes but she has a soul that you connect with that's really really it yeah she has a beautiful soul yeah oh you do <laughs> you do <laughs> well best of luck to you lucy Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of Later Data. Please subscribe or follow wherever you get your podcast to hear the next instalment of where my Later Data adventures take me. And if you've enjoyed this, please rate or leave a lovely review. And if you want to find me online, it's easy and not that easy, but I'm at lucylovecoach.co.uk. And while you're there, please follow Aura Studios on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. See you next time. Later, daters. Mm -hmm.